Okay, okay. Um, we are JB's Driving Podcast. It's Paul and Jimmy. We maybe an orthodox show tonight. I don't. I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. No. Uh, Co- comedian comedies, and we haven't even announced it. Maybe we'll just. This will be a surprise show. Comedies are pretty straightforward. I found we did. I'm going to get you sucker. We did Ghostbusters. Right. And it's a different vibe. It's a different show. It's a different vibe. Opposed yeah. to, you know, the, I, I, when I was looking over your outline and watching the movie, there's really, you realize that comedies really aren't that intense. That and, intense. You know, yeah. they, they play a lot of long scenes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and they play those scenes out. Instead of like you know action films, which do a lot of jump cuts and shit like that, to basically make it feel like it's more fast paced than it really is. Yes, I mean, which you also think another thing we haven't really done is like real dramas because technically Robin Hood is kind of an action film, but a real drama will do that as well as just like a comedy where they'll stay on a scene Mm. for a lot longer and they kind of drain everything out of the scene that they can. Um, while moving the plot forward, of course. But the pro- I think the biggest difference between the two is I don't know that the plot matters in a comedy where the most important thing in a drama is the fucking plot. It is the plot. Yeah, I was about to say that. I, I agree with you. I think in writing these long scenes, you can get, a, you can get away with shitty writing because it's all about setting up like the joke or the punchline, yeah, punch yeah, yeah. Whereas in dramas and other movies, you can't get away with shit writing. You get called, and especially in this show, you get called out on it. Oh yeah, I mean, and you know, it happens more times than not. I mean, mm-hmm. you'll, and that's why I, I'm very critical of dramas. Like I, I mean, I'll watch some dramas. The ones that that you know usually win all the awards, they tend not to be as good. No. Um, they really don't. I mean, They're they boring. win awards because. You know, this director was on it, or because yeah. it was somebody sucking somebody's cock backstage. Well, there's a little bit of that, but there's also like, you know, okay, we're going to give all these awards to get out because it's a black director. It's like, that's yeah. just nonsense. I yeah. mean, it, it really is. I'm not saying that Get Out's a good movie or a bad movie. I'm not making any statement whatsoever. It's just, you know, pandering and all that. It, it's a lot of pandering. Yeah. So you know, shit. is 12 years of slave. The Shape of Water, was that that great oh, of a movie? Of I mean, are these, you know... Taking a piss in the middle of the night. I mean, it's basically... Shape of, I mean, make, the Shape of Water was a goddamn joke. I mean, and, and it, it, it's... In Enter Me, Fish Guy. It's really not a very good movie, in my no. opinion. But you, I can see why it won awards. I mean, it's a pretty-looking film. I'm not going to say yeah. it's not. And, it, you know, it's a period it's piece, which helps. Fruitcakes would appreciate it. That's about it. Because, honestly, that, it's that whole art house shit. And that's, it, well, that's us. a lot of it. It's, it's this, you know, we're going to throw this idea against the wall. But we really have a underlining, like, subtext to yes. everything that we're doing. Everything that we do. You know, we're, this might be, you know, in this case, it's probably about trans women or trans men. Yeah. More than it's about a C, Well, you so know. is this movie that we're about to cover. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, was there uh, anything let's, left let's over some, from last some week? Some housekeeping first off. So um, I guess we should discuss how did your trip to Carlos's... Uh, Fuckers canceled last minute. 
they and then I had already bought the tickets, and they were non-refundable. <laughs> I'm out six hundred fucking dollars. Six hundred fucking dollars, huh? Bad damn it. Well, I mean, the good news is, and the reason we are taping this on a Tuesday, the week of July fourth. This is before I even released Independence Day Part One, which is being released on Independence Day. Right. Is uh, you're leaving early because you are going to be touring uh, Northern Africa with your uh, what is your bacon brats and beer? Yep. With the bikini women, you're going to be uh, <coughs> visiting Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, Qatar, yeah, they don't seem to have any problems. Cutter women. Nah, that, that's fine. We booked this a while ago. Guitar cutter, cutter. What are you going to call it? Quarter. Like I, I did, I've heard so many different pronunciations. Yeah. Whatever one you choose, apparently, is always the wrong one, and everybody yeah. gets shitty with yeah, it. Yeah, because that's what people do these days. You know how everybody just gets upset over the dumbest things these days. They just they ha- a a. I've noticed two things these days: is they always have to be right, mm-hmm. and if you're wrong about the dumbest thing, they'll correct you. Or if you are right about something, they'll say something to add on to the, what you said to make them seem like they really know what they're talking about, <laughs> demeaning you. Right. That's, it happens these days. It happens. Oh, these it's, days. It's, it's that's the Twitter world. Yeah. And then and then the other thing is if if you mess up in the slightest, even if you realize after you say it, like I say Qatar, then I say Cutter. Even if you say like, oh, you're thinking as you're saying it, oh, I'm, I'm messing this up. Nobody gives you a chance to correct yourself these days. Not really. You know, no. no, they jump down your shit like within two seconds. Well, that's no, that's incorrect. No, 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 you can't do that. Well, I, I ran no. across that. Uh, I guess it's been like a couple years now. I, when did the Civil War came out? What, about four or five years ago? Oh, with America? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Captain America I mean, Civil War. I think it was about four years ago. Yes. It could have been three or four. It doesn't it was, really matter. It was about three years ago. Okay, three years ago. So I go online on Twitter, uh-huh. and the big thing then is, you know, why don't they just make Captain America and the Winter Soldier gay? And, you know, because they're oh. obviously in love with each oh, other. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, look, all I said was, you know, it's first off, all I said was, look, there's plenty of gay characters in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Make a fucking movie with one of them. You don't yeah. need to alter an existing yeah, yeah. character. To meet some kind of weird bullshit, besides PC the fact that like people doing now anyway, you know, two men are allowed to have a relationship with each other without being in love or exactly. sexually yes. involved with each other. Yes, it, it's that simple. But apparently, I made that point against some, you know, writer, oh. <laughs> some like award-winning writer, oh. and uh, that was a mistake because I got like lambasted the... by four million fucking people. It's like there's there's four hundred different gay characters in the Marvel universe. Writers are some of the worst people in this world because the writing industry, as I found out, you want to talk about being sexually harassed by a publisher. I'll just leave it like that. It's just full. Of the worst of the worst SJWs. I'm social justice warriors, not to get too political in the show. We just rolled out a Pride Month. Thank God. We survived. Um, Neil or be executed with that. Uh, the writing world, the writing industry is just filled with SJW, PC. We want diverse books. Right. You know, they're dumb. Well, that's what's happened to the comic book. Yeah, they're dumb. They're catering to like one percent of the population because the people involved, just like the media, 
like news. It's not really diverse. Nah. They want diverse voices in their particular group. Anyway, um, but back to what I was saying, really happy to hear that you're going to Morocco and Algeria and uh, beer, bacon, and boobs tour. Yeah, beer, bacon, and boobs tour. There it is. So, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, if I am not here for the next recording, then I'm probably dead. Uh, oh no, you need an incident. You might be in some, you know, hellhole of prison. It's possible. Hopefully, the women will be with you. I somehow doubt that. Yeah, I'm sure that you know, in those Sharia law type places, they. Uh, they just rape them and then kill yeah, them. Just rape them and kill them. But rape them and then accuse them of being too provocative. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut off their labias and then fucking throw them off a building. It's your fault. So, <laughs> so looking forward to that. Um, and then I guess wrapping up with ID4. Any, yeah. any, any thoughts about Independence Day? Uh. <laughs> Not nothing good. <laughs> I think we 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 really. Oh, yeah. I think we went over on on time. I'm we did. pretty sure we, we did. did. Uh, Hundred gallons of salt water. I was, I was, I was, the way that I edit these shows is yeah. I, I go back and listen to them again. Yeah. And then if I hear something that I want to put in, like a sound effect or like uh, like a scene, I'll write the time cue down. Okay. And then I'll go back and record those time cues and go and insert them in. I was listening to it um, over the weekend and just listening to that, oh, the fucking 100 gallons of salt water <laughs> Harvey <laughs> destroyed it. <laughs> it's, it's a great episode, I'll just say that. We just Jesus. destroyed it. Uh, uh, yeah, well, he kind of set himself up for that. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, you know it. It is what it is. I, I don't hate the movie. I don't think it held up very well. No. And I think that you have characters in that movie that are so goddamn annoying. Oh, I okay. I always kind of compare since we were com- making a lot of comparisons between Mars Attacks and ID Four. Mm-hmm. My big comparison has always been Randy Quaid to Jack Black in Mars Attacks. Yeah. He's that annoying goddamn oh. character. Except the difference is, is there's at least some kind of a, you know, come to Jesus moment for him, it, for Randy Quaid, whereas Jack Black just essentially gets annihilated, you know, with his ass hanging out. It's it's just, but those are just so goddamn annoying characters. Yeah. They're just not, they're supposed to be, you know, they're comic just, relief, and they're, they're they're so annoying that they're not funny. Kind of like the movie we're too about over to do. the top. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a good segue into uh, our movie this week, uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, Pet we, Detective. You wanted to do a comedy. I was being asked to do comedy. Who who asked you to do this? Tim. Uh, Dalton. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, and of course Scott, you know, he throws up every fucking movie that's yeah, ever made. Yeah. So it's kind of a lot of the movies that he was throwing up recently happened to be comedies as well. So I thought that we should do a comedy. We had a short week, so I figured yeah. we would do, you know, something that was kind of easy that yeah. both of us had seen, like you know, at least a dozen times. 
Yeah, and 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 the the hard part about well, I haven't seen it a dozen times, but regardless, the hard part about doing comedies. Yeah, and we'll get into a little bit of the comedy stuff. I get um, is the way that we do our show, and it wasn't originally intended when we first set out to start this podcast almost a year ago. Uh, is you know we 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 provide some laughs, and it's hard to provide laughs. When you're doing a comedy, I think one of the toughest shows that we did, and again, it was early on, was Ghostbusters. Because, you know, you go scene by scene, oh, this is funny, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Whereas, I think I'm Going to Get You Sucker was easier because we talked about black exploitation. Um, yeah, we got away from the film a little bit. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it's a comedy, whereas uh, Ace Ventura is just... There's not... There's no real meat in this movie. No, it's shallow. And it's it is it's a very shallow film. It's I mean, there's some things that I didn't know because um, you know I I just did the write up this time, and then you right. filled in a couple of facts with there. a couple of facts here. And there's some things in here that I didn't know. I didn't know about the Rick Moranis shit. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, do you want to start in the movie, or do you just I just want to kind of just really go like uh, we'll start in the movie in a second, but because it's not going to take us long to get through this. I don't think it will no, either. I mean. But what I want to tell you is like you notice that there's not as many not as many comedies these days. I noticed that the, what I noticed was you had the 1980s where comedies were rule they ruled they they really did but it was a younger type of comedy where it seemed like it was aimed at 16 to 24 mm-hmm. you know it was a lot of tits and ass it was a mm-hmm. lot of you know crude type jokes mm-hmm. and then once you got into the 90s it the you had a split and you basically had your PG-13 comedies mm-hmm. which you know was more like a Ace Ventura mm-hmm. which it seemed like it was actually pointed towards like a 8 to 15 year old more than it was to the later teenage. Right. Okay, and then you had your rated R comedies, but the problem was the rated R comedies, especially in the 90s, they got away from the tits and ass, they got away from a lot of that kind of stuff because there was there was a lot of the moral majority type shit that yep. came in in the late 80s mm-hmm. that kind of pushed the early 90s in a weird direction. A really weird direction, right. Um, and you got, like, because of that, like, the comedies throughout the 90s, there wasn't... I'm, sh- you know, I'm sure there were some comedies out there in the '90s that that kind of pushed the envelope. But then you did once we got past into the late '90s, early 2000s, there was the recycling. You had the spoof movies that were kind yeah, of coming back out really with the scary out. movies. Yes, and uh, you know, uh, what's the high school one that I like? Uh, not another teen movie. Okay. Um, those started coming out in the late 90s, that's early when, 2000s. Yeah, that's and that's when they kind of started bringing it back a little bit of the tits and ass. Mm-hmm. But they were all in the spoof comedies. Mm-hmm. Those were your rated R comedies in... American then Pie. suddenly, because they sold well, they dumbed those down. So in the mid... You know, in the 2000... The, you know, the mid-2000s, a lot of those scary movie movies dropped from rated R down to PG-13... To you know, and a lot of those films started doing that to bring in a wider audience. Well, yeah, right. like and the problem is, is that they also watered down what made the first couple movies funny. Not to mention the fact that you know you had the Wayne's brothers 
you know, you had the elder Wayne's brothers involved in the move in uh, scary movie shit, mm-hmm. and like uh, a lot of those, you know, I'm gonna get you sucker, which was much earlier, obviously, but they kind of went off on their own little tangent as well. Uh, then. You know, you had that second generation of Wayne's brothers, mm-hmm. and when they first started, they kind of had that edge as well. Mm-hmm. And that edge went away. They started doing white chicks and stupid yeah. shit like that, just which was just like, that was just simply to sell. And there was yeah. a lot of race baiting in those yeah. kind of movies as well. So, it, you know, I think that they f- were getting attacked mm-hmm. because they weren't racial enough in those first couple comedies. Mm-hmm that they they started pushing more and more of their race stuff into the later comedies and they kind of and they watered down a lot of the stuff that was Made good it, about the yeah. earlier ones. So it, it it's a weird like cyclical uh, you know up and down type of thing. Then you have, right now we don't have much for comedy. No. Um, no, we really we really don't. I mean I I look back the last I look back the last 10 years at comedy. I mean, there, I, no, I'm not going to say there's no funny movies. Oh, the funniest, one of the funniest comedies of all time, Team America, was released in this past 15 years. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm not a huge fan of that one, but I get the comedy. It's not that I don't get it. I just, there's parts of it that I think are funny, and then there's other parts that I'm just like, oh, that's stupid as shit. Yeah. You know, because that's the whole thing with South Park. Like, that, South Park movie was funny, but funny there's shit. a lot of it that's just dumb shit as well. Gen- South Park comedy movie was genius. That they, their musical score was genius. The ju- the music was great. They got fucked on that. Oh my god, they got they got. They really should fucked. blame Canada. Should have easily won that award oh. instead of the what was it, the Lion King or something? I don't know. I'm, it was know. El, it was Bullshit. Elton John that won it. I don't remember what the movie was. But I'm an Elton John fan, but that fucking score at South Park. It was way, that was a great the way they combined score. those four songs at the end when they're all oh. Beautiful. I, I can't. I'm not going to even argue about that. That was. They got fucked on that. They. Yeah. They really deserved. They really deserved it. Those guys. Are, those guys are geniuses too. Um. But I, I um, love. I love. I. I appreciate what they do. You know. And then there. You have a couple of those sprinkled in. But what you're getting a lot of now is the same thing that you were getting in the late. 80s, early 90s, which is those SNL movies. Yeah. So you have all these SNL stars, they come out and then they put out a movie. The only, you know, it's like Will Ferrell's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He'll put out, he'll put out 10 movies, maybe two of them are good. Yeah. The other eight are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like yeah. Anchorman, I liked. Yes. Anchorman 2 was dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. I've never seen our, I can't speak to that. I, I'm just saying it, it's, but it's, you know, those kind of ridiculous comedies are, are fine, but you have to have a little... You have to have good writing. You have to have timing. And a lot of these SNL people are just... They're living in this fucking, you know, world where they they just... Everybody's patting on on the back, yeah. you know. Oh, SNL, you're geniuses. If you're working for SNL, then you must be a genius. No, fucker. No, the, they, the quality control there is, is no because you you're working like you know 80, 80 hours a week to put going. on a show. Yeah. So they're just throwing any idea against the wall, and half of them just suck. Dude. So like the, the show is, itself is fucking horrible. The comedy, the thing with comedy, comedy, 
And you find there's a lot, uh, most pa- comedians are very serious when they're not on stage, when they're not pulling jokes. They're very miserable people, too. Very miserable, very depressed people. Yeah, very Cause depressed. Because in, in comedy, I know I said it in the actual in the movies, but when you're up there uh, on stand up or telling a joke, uh-huh. it takes a lot of fucking time. And they're very serious about it. And that's what separates what you're talking about with. 20 years ago. The, the, the millennial comedies today, they don't have that shit. They don't have the quality. Whereas back in the day, they took their job more seriously what they were doing. Like, I, I look at Robin Williams, one of the greatest comedians of all time. That motherfucker was a workaholic. Yeah, he was. And, and I'll tell you one thing, which, which, which is really weird for me. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I don't like Good Morning Vietnam. I like it. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Mork and Mindy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really a great show if you go back and watch it, but I liked it as mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I got to be honest. I am not the biggest... I'm not as big as fan. Now, his more serious stuff is where he really Shine. tended to knock it out of the fucking oh, park. Oh, God, yeah. Okay, one-hour photo, oh. one of the creepiest fucking movies I've ever seen. You know, and it, it's, it's amazing to me when you can take a guy sitting on a toilet in a bathroom and make that so goddamn uncomfortable that you just start feeling it in your body, like yep. how unnatural yep. it is for this guy to be in somebody else's house sitting in their bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking weird, man. Yep. And and he delivered on his roles oh, so well yes. that when he would go and do a comedy... Now, I, I like some of his comedy. The, the Best of Times, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seemed like when he tried too hard, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, Toys. He tried way too fucking hard in that movie. I love Toys. And I, I just don't think he delivered well in that movie. I love Toys. That's funny, because I wouldn't take you for a person that would yeah, like that movie. I love Toys. Um, it's, it's a very depressing movie, It though. is. It's a very depressing movie. He was I, in that movie. I don't like him in it. I actually like Joan Cusack she was in great. that, though. She, was, she was wonderful. She was great. He was in, what, Requiem for a Dream? Uh, Wait, was it the other dream movie? What's that one dream movie? He was great in that movie? Damn, hold on. I, I want to find out. Here. Which dream movie? I want to find out right now. Let's see. Now, I, I can't say I'm a huge fan of the uh, uh, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon oh. movie, oh. Good, Goodwill Hunting. I thought that was... A, it's an okay movie, but it's definitely a little over... Oh, they got the, we forgot the Judd Apatow. You know, that, that shit, too. Um, yeah, Judd Apatow. But Judd Apatow's hit and miss with me as well. Where dreams may come. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll he's buy. in in my opinion, Judd Apatow very hit or miss. Like his earlier stuff, you know, it was good at the time, and now it doesn't really hold up as well. Like Forty Year Virgin, when you watch oh. that the first time or two, it's funny as shit. But then you go back and you watch it. There's scenes you're not a very big on uncomfortable scenes. I love uncomfortable scenes. So, like what? Well, like what scene? We- for example, in that when he's talking about a breast and how it feels like a bag of sand, 
like I that kind of shit and like the office, the U.S. office where it's always uncomfortable. I love that kind of shit. I I think that's fucking hilarious. Um, but you know the problem would be like okay, a, a perfect example of that. One of the quote unquote funniest scenes in that movie is the scene where he's getting his chest wax. And he's oh. just yelling out, like, stupid shit. I hate and that. And I'm just uh, like, that, to me, is the worst scene in the fucking movie. There's one of these scenes in Ace Ventura. There's a there couple is. Of, I mean, there's a couple of them. I mean, there's, let's go, like, talk about Jim Carrey. He was the star of Ace Ventura. Yeah. Um, prior to this, he, he really got his start as a stand-up. Uh, he did a, it was what would now be called a one-man show called Rubber Face. Uh, where it was just basically a stand-up special. Um, I think it was on Showtime, but I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, He uh, And basically his whole gimmick was he could, you know, he he had a rubber face. You know, he he basically could make his shape, you know, uh, change the shape of his face and look like different. Like he would do this one thing where... He was in a windstorm, and it looked like his face was all jacked back, and his arms would be flailing behind him and shit. He did a lot of that kind of humor, a lot of visual-type humor. His jokes were, you know, okay at best. But that's kind of what propelled him into uh, the um, Living Color. And Living Color is what really kind of blew him up. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the weird thing within Living Color was... That show really was meant to like kind of push the Wayne brothers, and mm-hmm. and it did. I'm not saying it didn't, but you know he was so over the top in his characters, like the the fire marshal, fire marshal Bill, and or is it Bill? Fire marshal Bill, Bill or Bob? Bob, it's something like that. It doesn't matter. Uh, but like the fire marshal character, and and a lot of the other characters were so over the over top. The top. In comparison to, I mean, the Snap guys. You remember the, the oh, yeah. three Snap guys that where they men were men on film. That's it. The men on film. That was a funny yes. deal, and that was supposed to be kind of over the top. Something obviously that would not go over in 2019, no. which is really fucking sad. It but, is sad because people uh, wear you know, pampers people just, these days, right? They just don't have any. People can, you know, go. sense of fucking humor anymore. Yeah, but tight uh, motherfuckers. Uh, so you have that, and but you would have him come on, and his characters, every one of his characters were so over, fucking over the top. top. And I think that that put eyes on him, mm-hmm. but and that's kind of what propelled his career. Yes. Uh, you know, so you can't really take that away from him. I mean, the reason that he's like, you know a millionaire, you know, a hundred times over is because of that. Mm-hmm. But that, that doesn't mean that automatically that... First off, it doesn't hold up. It really doesn't fucking hold up. Ace Ventura does not hold up, no. No, Ace Ventura is a perfect example. Doesn't hold up. Ace Ventura, when Nature Calls, the second one, was never good. Like, Except there was a couple... Scene. There's a couple good scenes in it. The best scene of all the Ace Ventura movies is there. Which one? <laughs> The Monopoly Man scene. Yeah, that's, that's a great fucking that's scene. Great scene. I, and I didn't mind, like, the chitty-chitty bang-bang thing, mm. but it, it, he just takes it too far, you know? And the Bubblebee tuna, he took that a little yeah. too far. He like, every, everything is just taken to the next level, and it doesn't and need to do And it's not fun. It's not the thing. Is it's, 
not my type of comedy either. Right. It's it's. I mean, it was my type of comedy when I was seventeen. But now it's just. It does not really do it for me. Now I could sit down and I could see sitting down and watching this with my kids. I think my kids might like it. Yeah, because he's goofy. Right. He's just he's, he's very a, he's goofy. A goofy guy in this movie. But you know? see, I was talking. I was having this conversation with my uh, my son Trey last night, and I said the weird thing is. As little as this doesn't hold up for me, I can watch Clue. I've watched Clue well over 100 times. Clue is a goofy movie. It's got a lot of goofy shit in it, but I absolutely love Clue. Yes. It I, sets I, that movie apart from something like this. As I know we talked about earlier, is that you can get away with shitty writing. Yeah. But if you have really good writing in a comedy. And I think that's the difference. Yep. The writing on that movie is phenomenal. Yes. And the fact that you have characters kind of overplay their hand sometimes, especially Tim Curry, doesn't matter. It plays so fucking well. The scene where they run out and crash into each other, that's a silly scene. When I think of Clue, that's the first scene that I think of. When I think of Clue, that is the first scene that I think of. Well, I, I always think of the two plus one plus two plus one. Yeah, such as... The game's up, Scarlet. There are no more bullets left in that gun. Oh, come on. You don't think I'm going to fall for that old trick. It's not a trick. There was one shot at Mr. Body in the study, two for the chandelier, two at the lounge door, and one for the singing telegram. That's not six. One plus two plus two plus one. Uh-uh. There was only one shot that got the chandelier. That's one plus two plus one plus one. Even if you were right, that would be one plus one plus two plus one, not one plus two plus one plus one. Okay, fine. One plus two plus one. Shut up! You know, I, I I always like that. And of course, what's her name? The maid. You know, uh, she did not age well. No, she really didn't. No. I, I hate to say that, but it. No. She really. I saw her recently in. Oh God, I wish I could remember what I saw her in recently. I just saw her recently. She's overweight. Yeah. She's just not. She, she. You know what? She played the mother in. Observe and report. Oh yeah, yeah. She plays uh, his mother in that movie. She wants a. She wants the Beverly D'Angelo uh, route. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she kind of let herself go. Yeah. She really. did. I always thought Beverly D'Angelo. She was, was gorgeous, was beautiful. Beverly D'Angelo was gorgeous when oh. she was younger too, and she really kind of let just, herself go. She just crashed I mean, to a donut. You know shack. who? Who the fuck am I? I mean, well, I different. was never good looking. So, oh. you know, she had her run. <laughs> you know what? What you know? Who am Girls I? The Korean say? massage shop, shop say otherwise, but okay. Uh, that's you know. I don't know what they say. I don't speak Korean. I don't know. So, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys. So Rick Moranis was a was a. You know, they got Jim Carrey, but Rick Moranis was approached, but he was. Uh, already uh, filming the Flintstones and Little Giants, and you can't go too. Those two movies are the fucking <laughs> opposites to me. Like, Little Giants, I really enjoy that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a kid's movie, but I really, really, truly enjoy that movie. Like, you know, I like the icebox part. I like, you know, Moranis playing the the scrawny, you know, little brother to um, uh, uh, Al Bundy. Um, what's his fucking name? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, that movie is great. Then you have The Flintstones, which 
granted, I know it's a movie based on a cartoon, but it, it was horrible and as barely watchable. Mm-hmm. I, okay, first off, having what's her name, the heavy set woman play Betty never made sense to me. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, and I, I don't I don't I'm not trying to beat her up because she's fat. <laughs> no. But, there's Come on, you have you you basically had two women characters that were tiny like rails in the cartoon. And then and then you put the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. The the and I like Goodman. I like Moranis. Uh I can't think of what her name is, the one that played Wilma. Um I got her face in my mind and I just can't think of her name. But Rosie just Never made fucking sense to me at all. We gotta find a movie with Rosie O'Donnell in it. Oh, there's plenty, dude. It's just torture. Exit to Eden was fucking horrible. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. wait, Another stakeout. (laughs) S-T-E-A-K. Oh, right. (laughs) Exit to Eden. Exit to Eden. My my dad always had a thing for Danny Delaney. Remember oh, Ch- okay, China right. Moon growing up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got she was smoking. She is. That doesn't that still doesn't allow <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell to in wear, fucking leather. To wear, <laughs> it doesn't allow to that. wear an entire cowl across her body. It doesn't. Like that's the worst part. I mean, that's like being the wingman going out on the date when you're younger. I remember going to Secrets. When I was younger, my friend John, we go to Secrets. And Secrets is a strip club. No, no, no. That's a different club. It's McDougal's. Um, well, what's uh, Secrets? Se- is no, a Secrets strip club. is no Secrets is like the ultimate club at Ocean City. But when we went, it was just Oh, you're gym. okay. I'm thinking of the other Secrets. Never mind. You're talking about the, the teen uh club. Teen club. Isn't that what it was called? No, 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 no. Secrets is down Ocean City. It started out like as a Jamaican bar, and that's when John and I went like 20 years ago. Uh, now I'm it's it morphed into this gigantic uh, like metropolis All right. of just printing money. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I was thinking of the one all the way down the end where it was like a teenage nightclub. Yeah, that was different. Yeah, it's different. That's when everybody thought it would be cool to go, and it was just like a... Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. So, so this one time, John went to the Secrets. Uh-huh. What we'd do is we'd get these rum runners, and you would have like a lead pencil. And lead pencils when they take the straw and they just shoot one fifty one down the straw. So it's like a floater. Okay. So you would suck it in really quick, so you get the one fifty one in. Then you have the, the fruity concoction, the rum runner. Um, get a good buzz on. There's this one girl that I met, and we were we were talking. I mean, it was getting along really well. She was there with her cousin. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about taking one for the team? It was like Exit to Eden. I was with Dane Delaney, and John ended up with Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, wow. And the best part about it, we're going to fast forward. So we had this little friend named Vinny. It was all from Valley's gym. It's the best part that John got married to Rosie? No, no. John, oh, okay. John, John actually, he got married to his next-door neighbor. Um, and they got like two beautiful girls now. Anyway, so we had this little friend from the gym named Vinny. Yep, he was like five foot two. 
And we were down at the Francis Scott Key Hotel, like, later that summer. Okay. And she she lived down there that summer. She ran into me. Um, I'm like, oh, oh, shit. You know, like, John's, I know John doesn't want to take another one for the team. But Vinny was there with us, too. So we were out all night. You know, we freaking left Secrets at 2 o'clock in the morning, went to whatever that one place is that we always went to, that one breakfast place that we always go to. Halls? Not Halls. It was a different place. They had shawarma there and all that stuff. It was oh, a, I don't know. But we, we would go there. We would go there, too. So the sun's coming up. John's passed out in the tub, like just dead passed out. And that's where we kept the beer. So he's like literally in like, I, uh, not ice cold water, but like cold water. Right, right. With like just cans floating around him. And I open the door. And there is, is the, cousin, the cousin's friend. I'm not exaggerating, 250. And she's laying on her back, all right? And it is just like this this mass of humanity there. And little Vinny looks like he's a mountain climber. Remember Price is Right, the Yoda? <laughs> he looked word. like that guy climbing up the mountain. <laughs> that that was, a, I mean, so I, I understand why you don't like eggs Whenever you mention someone like those movies where there's always, you know, the large person. I'm like, oh, man. Someone's got to bite the bullet. Someone's got to be that wingman. Well, and I also don't think it's right when you put the fat guy with the the skinny hot chick yeah, either. Yeah. I don't think you know. So let's let's be at least fair. I'm not. You know, like I'm King not. of Queens. Give me a fucking break. There's no way yeah, he's getting Leah Remedy. No, okay. He's not. So it, it it's a little ridiculous either way that you go with it. But um, the worst part is when he walked and I heard the slurping. Oh, I mean, it was <sighs> loud slurping too. I like I you know and I didn't want to disturb him so. Like I'm slowly closing the door, <laughs> and the entire time I'm cringing. I, I almost got sick because I had a lot to drink that night. Okay. Oh, it was. I mean, it was just brutal. <laughs> it was just brutal. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to get back to Rosie, <laughs> or or what was it? My uh, the bus movie. Yes. Oh, my God. Riding on the bus with boys or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the one, I want to be on the bus. <laughs> oh, it's a free country. I'm a person. I buy my bus pass for 40 bucks, and I'm first always, so that's why I'm first. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. That was I'm so... The sad thing is, is like, you know, I, I, I don't, wouldn't personally make fun of, like, you know, retarded people or anything like that, but it's Rosie O'Donnell. Holy crap, her acting was so bad. It's in Rosie that. O'Donnell. It was it's okay so to make fun of Rosie O'Donnell. Bad in that movie. It is okay to make fun of Rosie O'Donnell. It is perfectly fine. Anyway, so let's get back to this. <laughs> you could tell that we're stretching the show out. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> let's go for it. Let's get it done. So, uh, Lauren Holly and Jim Carrey, who uh, got married between. 96, 97. I always thought Lauren Holly was an under-the-radar hottie as well. Yeah. Well, she was in the uh, Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah, they later. But she met for a, for a... They met during the auditions for Ace Ventura, which uh, Courtney Cox, who is coming back next month in the revamped 90210. Yeah. Uh, she got the role of Melissa. And, well, wait a minute. What, who the hell is she in 90210? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Shannon... Uh, Doherty? Yeah, I get them yeah. two mixed up all the time. You know yeah, why? Courtney Cox was friends and... That's right. Uh, See, I didn't watch any of that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I know. She was the one that got up on stage and danced with uh, 
That was Demi Moore. The boss. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In, in, uh, in the dancing, dancing in the Dark or, dark or whatever the hell that song like is. Dancing on Fire or something like that. I don't know. Dancing in the Dark. Was it Dancing in the Closet? I think that's I what it dancing was. Dancing in the Closet? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who gives a flying fuck? So, but apparently that, that spawned her into a bunch of other, because I looked up her IDMDB. She did a bunch of other videos. Oh, she did? Yeah, like a bunch of other songs. It was weird. Um, but then she she had a very weird career. Her first major role was Family Ties. She played uh, Alex's girlfriend in Family Ties. Okay. And then she kind of did a couple movies, like had a couple movie roles. Dancing in the Dark. Okay, Dancing in the Dark. And then, uh, then she got Friends. And she got this movie. Yeah, because that's what, you know. Of course, Iron Zerg went on to make a Sharknado movie. <laughs> well, he was 90210. Yes, he was. Oh, that's right, he was. Yeah, he wasn't friends. He was 90210. Yeah, I'm Tory Spelling. I, and it didn't make sense to me that they decided to bring back Beverly Hills 90210 now They're that just, Luke Perry passed. That is weird, isn't it? I, I just thought that was a really bad idea, like, you know, unless they're going to play that as part of the story where they all come back to town because Luke Perry died. You know what I mean? Oh, that's... that's they could know. do that as a good storyline. I guess they could parlay that into something. They could. Um, what the hell was his name on that? I didn't really watch Luke Beverly Hills. Luke? I don't know. No, that's his real name. I was gonna say, man, you know, how some of these shows they have like, yeah, I don't the think name it, of the guy is the same. I name thought as, that initially too, but it it definitely wasn't. It was Dylan, wasn't it? Dylan. Dylan, I think. <laughs> what the, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? David. David. <laughs> Mom, go to it. Billy's house. That's one more salt water than an aquarium. The sad thing is, I think my voice last week I had it perfect. This you did. Week, I now, don't have now we're it. just shit. I don't have it because it's Tuesday. Yeah. Are you working tomorrow? I am, but I work at home tomorrow. Okay, so you're fucking around. No, well, maybe. But then I'm off after that. Yes, I think everybody's off this week. No, no, a- I'm on vacation for a week and a half. Yeah, I think most people are. I mean, actually, this week is when most people take off. Yeah, and I, I going to work this week. There's like no no traffic. <laughs> Even Dunkin' Donuts. If I go there in the morning, there's like nobody in line. <laughs> yeah, there was just nobody there. You go to Dunkin' Donuts too? I do, but the guy seems to be pissed at me for some reason. I can't figure it out. The what? old guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't understand it. Like I know you're talking about. It, he always seems pissed at everybody though. It was, like, he always took care of me. You know, right away, I walk in, he gave me what I wanted, you know, everything was fine. And then one day, there was this woman in there who was just a turbo bitch, like, just jumping into shit and, you know, why can't you speak English, that oh, kind of no stuff. Way, really? And I'm just like, there's no need for that. There's, there's no fucking, need. first off... The more you yell at him, he's not going to understand what yeah. you're saying because you're yelling at him because I barely understand what the fuck you're yeah, saying. Yeah, nobody understands what the fuck they're saying. When you go to the duck at the runs there, you just, you just, you're taking your chances. And, and then just like, you just, you know, chill the fuck out. Yeah. And I was taken up for him, but ever since then, 
Like, he's been very standoffish with me, and I don't understand what the... I was literally thinking about saying something this morning. Maybe there's something about his culture. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. Th- I didn't do anything to insult him. Yeah. That's all I can say. And you know, I've, you know, because you know how I am. I'm not the kind yeah. of person that's gonna. I mean, I'm a dickhead, but I'm not gonna do that to some there's, random there, person. There's, there, there, there's a difference. There you is. And, you and I are dickheads. We speak our mind, but we're not ignorant. Or try not to be. We try not to be ignorant. Let me clarify that. We try not to be ignorant. Yeah. So anyway, let's go through this fucking thing. I, I, we've already wasted like forty-five minutes. Forty-four minutes. So See? we open God up. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> we open up with with Jim Carrey, who is a. Oh, you're just skipping all this. Oh yeah, I'll just fuck. Let's go to it. I already did a Lauren Holiday eventually, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. all that bullshit. And surprising, we're gonna leave it off there. We didn't even get to the movie in the first part. Reason being, because it was so damn short. The recording is only an hour and forty minutes long, and I can't really. Wait for 20 minutes of the movie to be done. We have our critics out there. I understand. I understand. With that being said, uh, I guess we will actually review Ace Ventura next week uh, without our commentary. But our commentary is going to stay because it's fucking funny, okay? Anyway, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us reviews. Four stars. Possibly five if you really like us. We appreciate it. Meanwhile, you can send us movie suggestions in the JP's Driving Podcast at gmail.com or Facebook, Twitter. Just find us. Anyway, we will see you next week with our actual view of Ace Ventura.